The world is facing a banking crisis, and talk show host Laura Ingram came up with an explanation to help her daughter understand what's happening. It's brilliance and simplicity, and it's well worth a listen. All right, sweetheart, the next time you play Monopoly, allow one of the players to have unlimited money from a federal government, meaning every time they lose money, they get it back, and then see who wins the game every time. Of course, the Biden administration was scurrying to try to convince everyone that it wasn't really bailing out the bank at all. No. It depends on what the meaning of the word bailout is. Let me be clear that um, during the financial crisis, um, there were um, investors um, and owners of systemic large banks that were bailed out and we're certainly not looking and uh, the reforms that have been put in place means that we're not going to do that again. The monopoly example is perfect because the federal government has no need for fiscal responsibility when it can print and therefore inflate its way out of liquidity problems. Then you watch Janet Yellen try to weasel her way out of her own responsibility for bailing out banks at taxpayers' expense. Banks are private institutions owned by stockholders, and the average citizen taxpayer should not be the ones financing the financial irresponsibility of the institution, as well as government, which should be acting in oversight. What should be more frightening is taking into account how little money the FDIC really has, and potentially how many more billions may be provided by the collusion of the Biden and his puppet masters in cahoots with the Fed. Banks take risk. And all the banks took the type of risk these guys were taking, particularly with short-term liabilities and um, long-term assets mis mismatch. You put that together, that is, a, that is a, that's toxic. Toxic indeed. He's 100% correct. Now, this isn't 2008, at least not yet, when the housing bubble burst completely. It's a bailout triggered by risky moves by the bank, the, the depositors, precipitated by the Biden team's refusal to deal with inflation back in early 2021. Instead, what they did is they spent trillions of dollars, printed money, drove up inflation, and now this is going to cost real people real money to fix. There's the key point. Banks can take risks because loaning money, they can make a profit. But did you know how much risk banks can take? As of February of this year, the Federal Reserve decided banks are now not required to keep any of their cash reserves on hand. Can you possibly think of a less responsible and more collapse-oriented policy than that? We've seen this before in both real estate and stock collapses, where banks suddenly had no liquidity and therefore transitioned from being money-lending institutions to being money-begging institutions who went to the trough of the Fed because they needed their monopoly money because of their own failure and their fiduciary responsibilities. And those being bailed out aren't exactly destitute grandmothers. They're sophisticated investors and they're sophisticated players who made deposits in this bank in excess of what the FDIC clearly insures. They all knew that they were taking a risk in keeping that money in that one bank, but they did it anyway. Now, here's a partial list of the businesses that you are bailing out. Roku had $487 million in SVB. iRhythm Tech had $54 million. Bill Holdings had $300 million. Something called Ginkgo Bioworks had $74 million. Roblox, $150 million. Lending Club, $21 million, and the list goes on and on. To make matters worse, Silicon Valley Bank was connected to massive Democrat donors, 
Chinese businesses, and contributors to woke groups like BLM and various other Alphabet Club causes. Do you honestly think a bank with that record would be bailed out by anyone other than a corrupt regime like the one infesting Washington right now? They're simply taking tax money and paying back all their supporters with money of the average American, most who can't stand the woke leftist mindset. But how many of you think that the Biden administration would have rushed in to rescue, let's say, a regional farmer's bank in Alabama, where eight-tenths of all the deposits are over $250,000? Well, Andrew Ross Sorkin and a few others described it this way in the New York Times deal book today. If SVB was just a small regional bank that did not have ties to loud, politically connected venture capitalists and the tech community, it might have been allowed to die, and its customers, individuals, and small businesses would have suffered. Instead, because it's Silicon Valley, it commanded attention. So there you have it. But please don't think that this is over by any means. In fact, it's just beginning. American Media Periscope has featured numerous short and long-form warnings and recommendations because Silicon Valley Bay and Silvergate are the tip of the financial iceberg and more banking malfeasance will be uncovered. Instead of small banks who fund Democrat donors, wait until it's J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, or Bank of America. After this abysmal precedent has been set, others will expect a bailout, just like the rich people in Silicon Valley and their Chinese venture capitalists. For more news behind the news, go to AmericanMediaPeriscope.com. I'm James Madison.